Hey there, you're on Arts Minute on Sin Nation. You're with Rebecca and Jonathan, and it's time for our, our final interview of the show, but also of season one. We're joined with Tess Waters, an award-winning Golia trained sketch clown and a dance comedian. Tess is returning to the Melbourne International Comedy Festival with her new show, Over Promises. Welcome. Hi, hi. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for joining us this Sunday afternoon. You're welcome. Really chill vibes in the studio. We've got lots of lively vibes with the two in, two guests we had before um, Comedy Festival. So it's nice Couple to be ending A couple of legends in here. It's always good to see those boys yeah, again. Familiar yeah. faces you yeah. recognise. Let's talk over promises. Mm-hmm. Well, do you think that your uh, the me- what's been shown in as a description is an overpromise to your performance, or do you consider it to be an accurate representation? The title. Oh, yeah, well, just yeah. just the title and, and what they what the Melbourne Comedy Festival has put up about your show, like the pictures and stuff. Or... Yeah. Well, so so we put up we put up that ourselves. Well, okay. I mean, you know, like when you like when yeah. you register for a comedy festival show, you put up your image, your name, yeah. your show. You usually do that quite far in advance of the actual show being written, and then away you go. So this this show is, I guess, over promises comes from the concept of it being a clown show, and the clown uh, always thinks they, they know exactly what they're doing when often they're an idiot and they don't. So this show, it's not really about that. It's I, This is one of those shows, I've, it's been really difficult to do the PR for this particular show. Last year's show right. was called Woman's. It was this feminist clown show celebrating everything there is to be about a woman. This year, I have no... It's, this show is just, it's just about joy and being a dickhead. I hope we can say that word on that radio. I didn't check, but I think that is that a swear? I don't know well, if it's a we'll swear. Well, look, yeah. it's happened. Yeah. It's out there. Uh, sorry. Yeah. So it's just it's it's about just being in the room and just celebrating this pure joy in the moment. So it's a very interactive show. It's non-narrative. It's non-stand-up. It's a very different experience to your normal comedy festival vibe. Yes. Non-narrative and non-stand-up. How does yeah. that work? Oh. What's the structure? Don't there is no structure. <laughs> Yeah. Is it? Is there um, improvisation coming into that? Yeah, life? there's some impro. There's uh, there's dance. There's movement. There's wobbling about. I guess I guess if we say you think like Frank Woodley style of humour, physical kind of clowns, have Mr Bean sort of style, Dawn French that kind of world, mixed with I don't know Diana Ross and and disco and wow and just being like a little kid and you know doing fart joy. jokes. I don't know, just joy. Yeah. Yeah, and is that <laughs> See, it's really hard to sell. I know, you look so confused. Imagine how I'd be like, so this show is, I don't know what this show is, but it will make it will make you wet your pants with laughter. And when you say interactive, is there audience? Convinced. Audience, <laughs> audience interacting or mm-hmm. you're, you're interacting with the audience? Uh, well, it's very much me. I chat to the audience. There's no fourth wall. Sorry to knock the microphone. That's right. It's, clown is very much you start from wherever the audience are. So you you bounce off what they give you. So you work off their energy and what they're kind of bringing to the, right. to the space. So we're, say something like impro, like theatre sports, sort of like, can I have a suggestion for, a, you know, a, yes. a, a, a job? Oh, gynecologist. What a funny thing. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not like that. It's more just like I it's more of a kind of a more telepathic thing I guess like I just sort of sense where people are at and I kind of see if they want to party a little bit and then we have a little dance maybe or someone gives a suggestion and I sort of run with that and so it's a bit more of a um ambiguous impro this is very difficult to promote but it's a very no this is intriguing (laughs) I'm delving deeper into the mystery yeah and do you find that it's really confronting because what if someone's in the audience and they're really shy and like nervous and like Mm. oh I don't oh it happens all the time I just want to see the performer yeah right because some people they just want to come in and watch a show they almost want to be alienated yeah they 
just want to like pay the money, come in, sit down, have a laugh, go home, you know, and that's totally fine as well. This is probably, I wouldn't say this show is not for them because actually it can be really surprising and wonderful what happens within the hour of this show when people sort of come in and they might have one, either no expectation or one expectation of what it's going to be like. And then they actually surprise themselves with how they react. Yeah. And it's it's all very consensual. There's no like there's no one tug someone's yeah, ponytail. No one's and... getting forced to do anything. It's all very much inviting the audience to be involved. They yeah. don't want to, it's totally final. So, you know, I think I think that's the worst part of audience participation is when you're like seeing someone on stage being forced to do something that they just like really I know, right? It's yeah. like no, consent is sexy, guys. No, whoa. <laughs> Absolutely. Whoa. Yeah, so it's it's just so I have genuinely so much fun every night. Like yeah. I, I just absolutely cry with laughter every night yeah. as well because it's just and Melbourne has just been spectacular. Like they've just given so much joy. It's just it's beautiful. Do yeah. you have a uh, one audience member or one moment that you you want to share with us about that was like special in a previous performance? Um oh yeah, actually this happened in Adelaide. This is like a great example of you can never assume about your audience. Like for me, you know, I get all kinds of people coming to the show and in Adelaide there's this massive big car race that happens every year during the Fringe Festival. Yes. Clips or five hundred and like it's like it's like, you know, Adelaide is filled with all these like fringe and fringe artists and carnies and comedians and then Womad comes in all the hippies and the folk music and then Calypso comes in and it's all like the bogans and like the rev heads <laughs> come in and it's like this melting pot of craziness. It's a big event. Yeah, it's huge. And then so every, that that weekend at the festival everyone in the comedy world's like, you know, gurning their loins for like the the onslaught of the bogans coming in going, Okay, here we go, this is gonna be intense. Anyway, I come out on Friday night, I come out and there's like these four guys in the front row, they're like total beef heads with like you know, like like uh, branding all over them. Like they're, they've bought their own stubby coolers and stuff. And I'm like, okay, here we go. It's Calypso night. And anyway, there was Pado and his four mates. And they ended up giving so much love to the show. Like they got so on board. And at the end of the show, like they didn't cause any trouble. They were just giving love, love, love. At the end of the show, I was like, oh, thanks so much for coming, everyone. If you like the show, please tell people about it. And Pado stood up and he went, liked it. What? And like yelled, and everyone was like, oh no. Here we go. Here we go. And he's like, mate, we. I can't. Please. Swears. Yeah. Mate, we swears. Loved it. (laughs) <laughs> he just loved it so much. And then he came back the next night with 10 of his mates what from Calypso. Legend. It became this like Calypso pick of the festival. Champion. And like, because I don't, and it was just a beautiful example that you can never assume anything about someone. Like, and joy is such a, it's a universal thing. Yeah. And everyone loves to kind of be silly and have a laugh. And, and as a comedian who works primarily from the point of, at the starting point of the audience, that was just it was a gift. It was just awesome. I love um, what I'm what I'm hearing from the show without having seen it. Just this Kerouac, Jack Kerouac quote. It's like the ecstatic joy of pure ragged being. Exactly. Um, I didn't even lovely. know I was doing a Kerouac show. This is awesome. <laughs> yes. But wow. I'm doing a beat Kerouac. poetry show. That, yeah. I'm doing beat clown. <laughs> oh, next that's what I'm doing. Minute, beat clown. Thank you, Sin FM. This is awesome. <laughs> I just figured out what my show's about. We're talking to um, Tess Waters, who's got a really cool show playing at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival at the moment. What venue are you playing at? I'm at Town Hall. Okay. The big house. Do you find that space um, really accommodating for your yeah, physicality? I love it. And, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Cool. I'm in the lunchroom, which is downstairs, um, and I get to perform next door to Frank Woodley every night, which is like a little comedy gig. Bonus. Yeah, Bonus. it's awesome. We're going to jump to our exquisite corpse um, mm-hmm. segment. So, yeah. 
I think everyone knows the gist by now. Yep. But Tess actually has the honour of being our last interview guest for the season. So she's the last contribution. So she can leave us on a cliffhanger or she can wrap it up. I don't know where this is going to go. But a talented lady, no less. So I'm sure we won't have a problem. The last contribution Jonathan's going to um, give to us. It was amazing that the pumpkin mattered so much, considering that O'Hare was burning so hotly. O'Hare poured the bucket of water on his head and said to the pumpkin, Come on, old friend. Let's go home. Beautiful. That's so warm and fuzzy. <laughs> oh, that's just... Was O'Hare on fire? I hope he was on fire. Well, they were on fire. I feel like someone was he, on fire. Yeah. <laughs> lovely resolved. Um, a lo- lovely end. We wouldn't read out the, the whole story in full because every guest has contributed oh, I love it. to that. So, um, Tess Waters. Put together somewhere, that'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tess Waters, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you um, very much. That was really fun. Thank you for helping me figure out what my show was about. Yeah, it's been Be- a nice. Beat Clown. Nice journey. Yeah. Nice one.